Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. The Personal Name of God, Genesis 4, 26. At that time, people began to invoke the name of the Lord. Ancient people believed that there were many gods. They differed in personality, characteristics, abilities, jurisdiction, and power. For instance, Baal was the Canaanite god of rain and storms. He did good by bringing rain for the crops, but he could also wreak havoc through floods and storms. When there was a drought, Baal was thought to have been imprisoned by another god. To the Egyptians, Re was the sun god, and Hapi was the god of the Nile River. When God performed miracles on the Nile River, see Exodus 7 and 8, the Egyptians saw this as a defeat by Hapi by the god of the Hebrews. There were gods of fertility, gods of war, gods of art, science, gods of childbirth, gods of healing, and gods for, for each specific craft. Most were rarely heard from unless a human did something to get their attention, whether that be good or bad attention. Occasionally, a god or goddess might become fond of a particular person and would bless and protect them. Though it might seem strange to those of us who practice Judaism, Christianity, or Islam, these gods did not care much about ethics or morals. They placed few, if any, demands on humans other than to respect the gods. Humans existed to serve the gods when required. But the God of Israel was entirely different. Genesis stretches that God created the world for humans, not for his own benefit. He nurtures people instead of seeing them as slaves. He cares about how they live and how they treat each other. Ethical and moral behavior matter to this God. In this passage in Genesis 4, verse 26, we find the first mention of prayer in the Bible. It is not a long essay on the subject or even an example of a prayer. It is a brief mention that, after the flood, people begin to pray and they begin to call on the name of the Lord. In the ancient world, to know someone's true name was to allow you into their life. It is not clear in the English translation, but the English word Lord used here is not a translation of the common Hebrew word Adonai, which usually means Lord, Sir, or Master. Here, the word is Yahweh. Y-A-H-W-E-H. Strange word in Hebrew. It's probably a form of the Hebrew word to be which is why many Bibles translate it as I am. A better translation, though obviously more cumbersome, is I will be what I will be. The word Yahweh is not a general word of description, like El or Elohim, which means God. It is not a title, like El Shaddai, God Almighty, or El Elyon, God Most High. Instead, it is God's actual name. That name became so sacred to the Jewish people that they later chose not to even speak it aloud. Instead, they substituted the word Adonai, or the phrase, the name, or some other word or phrase, but they would not say Yahweh. In early Hebrew, only the consonants of the alphabet were written down in order to save paper. So in the 7th century AD, a group of Jewish scholars called the Masoretes decided to add written vowels to the consonants in the biblical text. When they came to the word Yahweh, no one remembered the vowels because the word had not been spoken aloud for centuries. 
So the Masoretes used the vowels from the word Adonai to make up a word from part Yahweh and part Adonai. These vowels and consonants are untranslatable and unspeakable by the rules of Hebrew language and grammar. So English Bibles usually just use the word Lord. To distinguish it from the regular word Adonai, which is also translated Lord, most publishers print it in small caps and print Adonai as a normal capitalized word. In Exodus 6-2, Moses experienced the presence of God through a burning bush. When Moses asked who he was, God tells him that he is the one who appeared to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob as El Shaddai, a title. Then he tells Moses that he only made himself known to them in part, but now he is revealing his true name, Yahweh, I will be what I will be, to Moses. Yet we just came across this word Yahweh here in Genesis long before Exodus 6. How can that be? Well, the books of the Old Testament were passed down orally through many generations and eventually written down and then edited even more than once. It was the later editors who put the word Yahweh in Genesis 4, probably because it is the first mention. The editor wanted to make clear just who this God was, not some distant God, not some uncaring God, but the God Yahweh himself who had revealed himself to Moses in the burning bush. Remember, the people reading this story would already know about Moses in the burning bush. The name Yahweh was so important to those who wrote down these stories, they wanted to make it clear from the first, the character of this God. And what does it mean? It means that he is a God who wants us to know him in an intimate and personal way. He wants us to come to him, to share with him, and to be in fellowship with him. So he gave Moses, and us, his personal name to use when we call upon the Lord. How do you usually address God in prayer? Is it formal? Is it familiar? Both are appropriate, for he is a powerful, terrifying presence who also wishes to be intimate with the people he created. The name Yahweh captures this somewhat contradictory aspect of God, so sacred that the Jews would not say it out loud, and yet so intimate, because it is his personal name. Try to spend some time in prayer to this God who cares so much about you that he's willing to make himself vulnerable to you. A God who is prepared to run the risk of you hurting him, rejecting him, and ignoring him. He was willing to risk all of that as God to have the chance for an authentic, intimate relationship with you. How will you respond in prayer? Thank you for listening. See the notes accompanying this podcast for more information. Learn more about the Praying Through the Bible Project on our website, prayingthroughthebible.com. That's T-H-R-U. If you are a subscriber, thank you. If not, please consider becoming one. Feel free to get in touch through the comments or on our website. Until next time, blessings on all of you.